Hi guys, welcome back to Bible Plus uh, today for all our listeners. Um, and today we're going to be in 2 Timothy chapter 2. And when we come to these books at the end of Paul's life, uh, 2 Timothy is actually the, the final letter we have from Paul. Something we realize is that there is an enemy opposed to God's economy. There's a lot going on in the background of Paul's ministry. And there, there's just this enemy who directly opposed to the building of the church and the healthy t- teaching that builds up the church. So in these epistles, Paul is writing to Timothy and the young co-workers. He's for sure writing this letter with this in mind. So what Paul is explaining here in chapter 2, uh, especially the 15, first 15 verses, is the kind of person who's needed to stand against the decline and battle against the church. Paul illustrates this type of person with five illustrations, okay? Teacher, soldier, athlete, farmer, workman. All right, let's first look at teacher. So in verse 9 of chapter 1, Paul says that uh, we were called, and he was called according to God's own purpose and grace. So Paul was called in grace, and in verse 11... He says, I was appointed as a teacher. So Paul was called in grace and appointed as a teacher. All right. Now, chapter two, first two verses, he says, you, therefore, my child, be empowered in the grace which is in Christ Jesus. So same for Timothy. He's saying, you, my child, be empowered in the grace. And verse two, he says, commit these things to faithful men who will be competent to teach others also. So he, he's commissioning Timothy as a res, receiver of grace to teach these things to others. Um, so this grace that Timothy is going to be empowered in, um, we're talking more than just unmerited favor and undeserved grace. Um, if you ever have time to get into the word study on grace, you find out um, there are levels of significance with grace in the Bible and probably maybe most of the time, Paul is, when he's saying grace, he's not just referring to a thing that's given by God, but he's referring to a person of God himself. Uh, Grace is the triune God embodied in Christ coming to us as the spirit to be everything and do everything in us, in the believers. So a, a deeper meaning of grace in the New Testament is the triune God in Christ, coming as the Spirit to be everything and do everything in the believers for God's purpose. Um, So to fight against the decline in the church, what do we need? We need grace. We need to be empowered in grace. We need to enjoy God, His very person. We need the healthy teaching that brings in life, light. Um, Teaching that doesn't just bring in knowledge, but teaching that builds up the church. Churches in dire need of persons who can be teachers like this. They stand directly against the decline and degradation of the church. Okay, so the second um, illustration Paul uses is soldier. Verse 4 says, No one serving as a soldier entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please the one who enlisted him. The word for life here in Greek is bios, indicating the physical life in this age. So to fight a good fight for the Lord's interests on earth, we must be cleared of any earthly entanglement. The matters of our material physical life should not entangle us 
as we're endeavoring to minister Christ to others. And this ministry is a fighting, and the fighting requires that we be free from entanglement. So in the Old Testament, especially in the book of Numbers, the priestly service was referred to as a fighting and a warfare. On the one hand, the priestly service is a ministry to God. On the other hand, it's a warfare against God's enemies. So as the priests were bearing the ark of God's testimony, that was the picture in the Old Testament, they had to be prepared to fight against those who might attack this testimony. So as we're ministering, we're fighting as soldiers. That's the second picture. Third, an athlete or a contender. It's important for us to realize that we're athletes actually in an athletic competition. It's important for a runner to run fast. And that's, that is not the time for him to just exercise patience. Um, you know, sometimes we, we get the encouragement we need to wait and pray and move slow. But when it comes to running the race to win a crown, we don't need to wait. We need to get up. If we fall down, we got to get up and keep running. So on the contrary to just waiting, we should run to reach the goal. Um, the fourth is a farmer. This is the fourth illustration used by Paul. Um, and different from an athlete, this requires patience. A farmer can't run ahead of the seasons. He's got to wait for the rain. He's got to wait for... <laughs> you can't rush something to grow. Um, so as athletes, we should be quick. But as farmers, what do we need? We need to be patient. Ministering Christ requires patience and running. If out of impatience a farmer would pluck up the tiny sprouts, his crop would be ruined. Likewise, if he drives his cattle too much, he can hurt them. With crops and livestock, farmers must learn to have patience. And what's the last illustration used by Paul? Verse 15, it's a workman. He says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, an unashamed workman, cutting straight the word of the truth. Here, Paul indicates that this person standing against decline in the church should be a workman. So it's like a carpenter. This workman must cut straight the word of the truth. And what does that mean? Cut straight the word of the truth. Okay, this means to unfold the word of God. So as a minister and a teacher, you can unfold the word of God in its various parts rightly and straightly without distorting them, but in a, in a proper way. So it's just as a carpenter has the skill to cut wood in a straight way, to you know fit pieces of furniture together. So the Lord's workman needs the skill to cut straight the word of the truth. We don't want a crooked table. <laughs> we want to cut it straight. This is necessary because in the decline of the church, so many truths are twisted and presented in a warped, biased form. So uh, evidently, we need to be in the Word and have the healthy teaching and study and receive something from the Word every day. Psalm 119.130 says, The opening or unfolding of your Word gives light, imparting understanding to the simple. So that really um, should provide, provide us a lot of positive ambition to pursue the Lord Stand against the decline in this age. This is where Paul's coming from, and he's using these five examples. Teacher, soldier, athlete, farmer, workman. Okay, everyone, thanks for joining in. This was 2 Timothy chapter 2. Hope you all have a wonderful day.